Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. If you're not the hero of your own novel, then what kind of novel is it? You need to do some heavy editing. Terrence McKenna. What if you were kind to yourself unconditionally? If you loved yourself unconditionally? If you were curious about all parts of yourself? If you accepted that you're a fallible creature, that you make mistakes, that you're imperfect, that every day you make mistakes? But you can choose your response to those mistakes. You can choose what type of self-talk you're going to have. What is it that's going to occur between your ears? Because day in and day out, you are existing, in a sense, on your own. You are the only one observing your thoughts. You are the only one having your thoughts. But you have a choice to create a system within your mind of unconditional self-love, of welcoming of all the parts of yourself. Consider the movie Inside Out, the Disney movie, profound movie. There are several characters that represent the psyche of, a, of an 11-year-old girl named Riley. And so Riley and her family move across from the country from Minnesota to San Francisco. And the movie is centered around her psyche and these characters such as joy, sad, grumpy, fear, disgust, anger, or I guess anger and grumpy are the same. These parts are different characters, and they're, they're communicating within her mind. And Joy is one of the central characters, and she is seeking to always make sure Riley is happy. Like, even though we just moved and Sad is, is pretty upset that we, didn't, we don't get to play hockey anymore like we did in Minnesota. But Joy doesn't want to, no, we can't let Riley feel sad. No, everything's fine. Oh, look at this, this is great. But meanwhile, sad, sad, the character sad continues to be, to be sad. But she doesn't get that, that acknowledgement. And that's what she needs. And she needs to be heard. She needs love. She needs empathy. She needs to let herself feel the sadness. And that's what Riley needs. And she gets that at the end of the movie when she finally, Joy finally realizes that, that sad needs to be, to be heard and, and Riley cries and lets it out and feels the feelings 100%. And there's a sense of integration and, and harmony and unity within Riley's mind because she welcomed all the parts. So can you unconditionally welcome your parts and, and unconditionally love your parts? Can you, can you practice this? I mean, I think we know in, intellectually that you should treat yourself with love. I mean, you can't love somebody else unless you love yourself. We kind of know that. But how often do we in this culture practice that? To really choose to say to yourself something like, I love you even when you're angry. I love you even when you're sad. I love you even when you make mistakes. Or I love you even when you are hurtful to others. And to welcome and get curious 
about those parts and remember, remember that all those parts are trying to meet needs. That's why I'm a big proponent of what's called nonviolent communication founded by Dr. Marshall Rosenberg. The website for that is cnvc.org. And you can find a, a list, an inventory of needs, an inventory of feelings, this vocabulary of needs and feelings. And you can realize that all of our parts are trying to meet needs. So when you make mistakes, when you have a voice in your, in your head that says, you are not, you are not good enough or you messed up, you got to get better at this. Okay, can you observe that part and say, oh, this part of me is trying to meet my need for efficacy and competence and accomplishment and meaning or and purpose. And you can welcome that part. And then you can begin to feel a sense, uh, you can assuage this, this tension because you're loving these parts and you're seeing that everything you're doing is, is trying to meet a need. Let's say you, you stayed up till three o'clock in the morning eating Cheetos one night. And so you have part of you that's like, heck, heck yes, that was awesome. I got to, to have my Cheetos and, and stay up late and have fun. And there's another part of you that's like, oh man, shouldn't have stayed up so late. And now I, f- I don't feel so good now. Okay, what's your choice of response to these different parts? Are you, are you, are you going to have a conflict and battle between these parts? Where it's like one wants to have that freedom and independence and pleasure of staying up late and eating Cheetos. And the other one wants the, the fulfillment and health and vitality and uh, you know, physical energy and, and strong, um, effective use of time, you know. These parts have different needs. Like, can you just step back and observe these parts and welcome them and love them unconditionally and get curious about those needs? So this is really the foundation of a building a better world. I mean, I, I can't think of a better, of a more foundational practice than getting curious about all of the parts within yourself. This world is filled with the meme of self-sacrifice, that you need to take care of others, that you need to be altruistic. But we, we should diffuse this dichotomy of altruism versus, versus you know, self-interest. We can have both. It's in your self-interest, probably, to be generous. Now, be, being kind to others, what does that mean? What if, what if you started with yourself? If you really want to be altruistic and be kind to others, you'll actually start with that for yourself. You'll be compassionate towards yourself. And you'll start to see that when you have that type of integration and harmony within yourself, that naturally extends towards others. And this is really the foundation. I mean, think of the 500-year long game. We want to build a better world that's free of violence, you know, that's, that's full of peaceful interaction. We need to, to really begin with self-connection. And we need to almost reparent ourselves because so many of us grew up not receiving these messages of unconditional love. And this is, again, not to play a blame game about any adults because those adults were needing love too and empathy. Let's, let's remove any of the blame game and moralization 
let's just let's just let's just step back and see that all of us need has this this need for love this need for unconditional love of ourselves and from our and and we often did not get that from our parents i'm not going to speak for anybody i'm just saying that's what i've observed and analyzed in our culture how often do, does a parent say i love you even when you're angry i mean i think that's one of the most beautiful things a parent can say to a child i love you even when you're angry and in saying that compassionately and authentically and kindly and calmly when a child is upset say there's a 2-year-old who's having a quote unquote tantrum and being fully accepting of that and realize that that child's trying to em- employ strategies to get needs met that child has a will of his own or her own and and loving that child and realizing that you can give the tools to that child to to to, to use better strategies to get needs met but this this dynamic of of the adult to child is actually within your own psyche right now because we all have an inner child that's one of our parts that's one of our parts and if you can you can connect to that child self that is that is really foundational it's really foundational to building true self esteem to loving yourself unconditionally and connecting to that child who 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 needs who needs unconditional self love and that's going to resonate that's why i'm this this is what this podcast is about is is investing in yourself and and empowering yourself and seeing that resonate throughout your relationships and throughout generations i mean again 500 year goal 500 year long game of building a better world what can you do within your sphere of control what if you loved yourself unconditionally and saw that compassion extend to others and then if you were to have kids or if you have kids seeing that self compassion resonates organically towards your children you can't you can't you can't force compassion but when you really accept and see accept yourself and accept all parts and and see the compassion resonate that's going to extend and then those children grow up and they receive that throughout their entire lives and then they extend that in their relationships and then they extend that to their children and we keep on on building a, a positive feedback loop that compounds to create healthier and healthier authentically self-esteeming people and what's that world going to look like 2518 that could be a beautiful world we have we have that power we have that power to choose to invest in ourselves and see that resonate throughout the rest of the world so i encourage you to breathe notice your mental chatter and zoom out and be the sage self the sage self is the wisest self that observes everything and be that sage self observing all of your parts within you all of the parts the subselves the different characters that have different opinions and different roles but all with the intentions to get your needs met observe that notice it and welcome them welcome them accept them and unconditionally love them